Sotadav Kavzain, the last thing we're discussing, was a husband cannot warn his wife not to be in seclusion with someone who is not an Ish. And we said, what is that coming to uh, exclude? What's not an Ish? So we tried saying this to Shahof, the person who is flesh falling off and he has no power, and we knocked that out. We said, Ovet Kochavim, and we knocked that out because those two are men. So then we said, we're talking about an animal that is not considered Znut in the, in the concept of Znut that we are discussing. And we said the word Shikhvadzira is if a husband uh, warned her not to be with uh, this person in a different way, what's a different way? Uh, Rav Shishat said when he warned her not to be with this person, she looked at not the usual way. We knocked that out. Uh, we knocked that out. Uh, and then uh, Rabbah said, we're talking about a person who said, uh, no rubbing against each other, the Hevarim. And Rabbah knocked it out. That's just immodesty. Abayeh said it was only a touching of the, the, the Evarim one another. It's called a Neshika. And we knocked that out. Then we went back to Rabah. And we said that it could be it's the Evarim just touching each other. And it all depends on how badly does the husband makbid. And we end up saying no. It goes by what the Torah considers Znut, what the, not what the, her husband considers Znut. And he can only warn her not to be in seclusion with someone. Not uh, just uh, don't uh, get anywhere near him. Don't touch each other. And with that, we're going to start Kavav Amudbet, last line in the middle of the line where it says Amar Shemuel, Yisa Adam Duma ve'ali Yisa Bat Duma. A person should marry a Duma. A Duma is a woman who people are talking about her. There's rumors out there. Tosfot brings Rabbi Hanan Elu says people are. Uh, saying not nice thing about it. It's a disgusting way of talking. Um, the word Duma, Dumi, uh, Marashi explains, is just talking. Uh, Tosfot says they're talking about her in a negative way. And again, Tosfot uh, reminds us that we're talking about uh, a rumor about this woman that there are people contradicting. They say, no, she's a good woman. So there's like a back and forth about this woman. So you should marry this woman, but not her daughter. Why? At least this Duma lady, who everyone's talking about, at least her mother was kosher. Vezo and the and the, the Duma's daughter She's coming from a situation where it's, uh, there's a possibility this pasul people are talking about about her uh, her mother. Could be maybe she's a mamzeret, maybe she's from a goy. He argues on Shmuel. He says, You can marry this woman's daughter, but not her herself. Why? Because the Duma's daughter has a hazaka of being kosher. Why? Because we all know that, that there's a halakha, there's a hazaka, that the majority of uh, bi'ah, the majority of bi'ilot is with the husband. So therefore, we're going to say that this is uh, her, she's her father's daughter, she's her mother's husband's daughter, even though her mother might have been with other people still, she has a hazaka of kashrut. The problem with the Duma, according to Bihanan's Vizo, she lost her hazakav kashrut since uh, people are talking about her that uh, she was mezana. So now, metive. We have a problem with Rabbi Yohanan. It says, no se Adam Duma. It says a person is allowed to marry a Duma. It sounds like even Lechadchila. So, Amar Abba, no se Lechadchila. Wait a second. You really thought a person should marry a Duma Lechadchila? Uh, you're not worried that maybe she's going to be Mizana? 
Ela, rather, you have to say, Im nasa, if a person gets married, it's like a bidi'avad sort of thing, then you should marry a duma or not, not a batuma, and according to Rabbi Hanan, uh, a person should bidi'avad marry the batuma, not the duma. And also, once we're changing, uh, change batuma, also batuma is mutar. So what's the mahluket? Uh, she explains, if a person is stuck, nobody wants to marry him except the Duma and the Batuma. Which one should you marry? According to Shmuel, marry the Duma. According to Yohan, marry the Batuma. Ve'hilcheta and halacha lemaase. The Gemara says, Isa dam Batuma v'alisa Duma. You should marry the daughter, not the the Duma herself. The Taner of Tachlifa bar Malava. Kameder Biabu. Rav Tachlifa from Eretz Yisrael said in front of Biabu, Isha mezana banea kesherin. That a woman who's mezana, at the end of the day, you have to say her children are kasher. Why? Because rov be'ilot harabal. Because the majority of the be'ilot were with the husband. That's what we're going to say. And uh, since there's that hazakah, then you see that the batuma has a hazakah of kashrut. On the other hand, the duma herself lost her hazakah kashrut. And halakhalima uh, said this was used to save a lot of uh, children, a lot of people from mamzirut cases. Very kedai to look into it if anyone has a chance. Now, Ba'irav Amram. Rav Amram has a question. Let's say this woman, she was very immodest. Where we're going to say that the majority of her be'ilot are not after her husband. What would be the halakha there? Do we say uh, her children are kasher or not? Now, according to the rabbi who holds that uh, this is a gemara nida that a woman is all, the, it becomes pregnant her time uh, she's able to conceive is right before she has her vested right before she has her period um, we don't have to ask that question because for sure her children are not kasher because we never know when uh, she's going to have her period and therefore uh, it could be she's going to have it on day 30 so it could be sometimes it's on the other day other days we don't know and therefore the lawyer her husband uh, doesn't know what's going on which he doesn't know when her visit is and therefore he doesn't know to like you know keep her away from people to safeguard her to watch it to, you know keep an extra eye on out on her a day or two before to, to make sure she doesn't get pregnant from someone else. But the real question is, it's according to the rabbi who holds, a woman becomes uh, pregnant right before her tevila. So we know her tevila is going to be on, for example, Wednesday. So already a couple days before, her husband uh, uh, could uh, you know watch over her to make sure she's with nobody, no questions. My, what would be the halacha? So remember, this woman is Peruzabeoter. Do we say Kevande Adaba Do we say that since he knows when the El Tevila is going to be, therefore he keeps an extra eye and therefore the children are okay? Or maybe since she's very immodest, she'll find a way to sneak out and be with other people, and therefore her children lost that Hazakaf Kashut, what would be the halacha? And the Gma ends off, Tiku, we're not sure. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, Ve'elu Shebetin, the following, Betin themselves give the warning. We said it's the person who became uh, deaf-mute, or uh, he's not competent, or he's in jail, and Tanur Abana. We learned Ish, uh, the Pasuk is actually Ish, Ish, Kitiste, Ishto, Ma'ala, Bo, Ma'al. 
a man whose wife strays away from him and uh, and does an avera. Matam would lomar ishish. Why does it have to say ish twice? Lerabot eshet cheresh ve'eshet shotev ve'eshet shamum. It's coming to add the wife of someone who's deaf mute, someone who is not competent. Um, a person who is depressed, bipolar, schizophrenic, one of these type of things, or if her husband went overseas, or he's in jail, gives the warning, to make her pasul from getting her ketubah. And again, Tosfot reminds us, uh, the main idea of the pasuk is that she's going to be a sort of husband if she can uh, continues secluding herself with other people. But uh, what will come out is that she will even lose her ketubah. That's midirabana, the whole idea of ketubah, according to Tosfot Dirabanan, and there's those who argue, very interesting sogia. Now, yachol aflashkotan, maybe betin can even make her drink the water to check her out. The man brings his wife, uh, nobody else brings the wife, not the betin. And Rashi asks a question, but also by the warning it says Ish, maybe only he could give the warning. And uh, Rashi explains that's why we need that uh, whole uh, ribuya Ish, Ish, tell me that Betin uh, could uh, give the warning. But when it comes to the when it comes to the drinking, uh, we have a limud that only the husband can do it. So Rabbi Yossi, he argues, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Aflash Kota Betin uh, could even uh, make her drink. Meaning, they could even warn her enough to make her drink. And when the husband comes out of jail, uh, bring her to bring her to the to the bed to Magdash and let her drink right then and there. Or, uh, like Tosfor explains, when he comes back from overseas, whatever the case is, Betin could do all, all the work. When he becomes normal, just bring bring her to the bed of Magdash, and that's it. So now, by my kamiflage, what's real, the real mahloket between Rabban and Rabbi Rabbanan Savre Rabbanan hold Bainan Vekine Vehevi. Rabbanan hold there has to be a uh, a warning and there has to be him bringing his wife. Rabbiosi Savalo Bainan Vekine Vehevi. Rabbiosi says you don't need the, the, the warning and the bringing. Meaning, according to Rabbanan, he has to be the one warning, that final warning, and he has to be the one bringing. According to Rabbi Yossi, uh, you don't need that. Uh, Betin could do the work, and that's good enough. And Tanu Rabbanan, we have a Braita. Asher tiste isha tahat isha. This is the Torah of the warning, Kenaot. That, that if a uh, woman uh, strays away from her husband and she becomes we're comparing the man to the woman and the woman to the man to, to what regard so the Gemara explains Amar the same way if he was blind, he wouldn't be able to give her the water to drink. It has to be blinded from her uh, from her husband. It has to be something uncovered from her husband. She did something without him seeing it. And there was no reason to write the words. It could have just said it was uncovered from her husband. Why does it, why does it have to say it was uncovered from her husband's eyes? So that's coming to give you a chidush. That if he was blind, he wouldn't be able to give her the drink. He has to be able to see. So therefore, if she also was blind, she would not drink. Rabbi Sheh Amar, Rabbi Sheh explains, 
כשם שחיגרת וגידמת, the same way חיגרת, a woman who's missing a foot, or גידמת and missing a hand, לא הייתה שותה, she wouldn't drink דכתיב, because it says in the פרשיו, שותה, והעמיד הכהן את האישה לפני השם ונתן על כפיה. The Kohen makes this woman stand in front of Hashem by Shani Kanor and he puts the Minha in her arms and they do the whole waving. Uh, so if she doesn't have feet to stand, doesn't have uh, hands to hold up the Minha, Kahu, same thing with him, Imayah Higer, if he was missing a foot or Gidem or missing an arm, Lohayamashka, he wouldn't give her the water to drink. More about Rav Amar, the way he explains it, Kashem she'ilemet lo hayta shota, the same way if she was mute, she wouldn't be able to talk, she wouldn't drink tichtiv, because it says in the parasha over there, ve'amirah isha amen, amen, she has to be able to say amen, amen, and if she can't talk, she can't drink. Kahu, same thing with him, im haya ilem lo haya mashka, if he was mute, he wouldn't be able to make her drink. Hadran alach arusan, now we are starting the fifth perek of Masechet Sota. And the Perek starts, The same way the water checks her, and if she sinned, it hurts her. So same way, miraculously, the water checks the man she was with. One Pasuk says, the, the water will come into your stomach. And there's another Pasuk that said, the water that curses will go inside of her. So you have uba'u, uba'u, and one of them is extra to be doresh. Now, how exactly were doresh? Just three uba'us. Uh, there's, uh, do we go by the extra vav or just the extra words? We'll see in the Gemara. Number two, the same way she's asur to go back to her husband. Same thing if she ends up getting divorced or widowed, she's not allowed to be with that person that uh, they claim she was with. It says, and the extra, the pasukim are, and then the last one is, uh, so we're Doresh, the extra vav, to say that uh, the, she's a sort of the boil, that's the very Biakiva. Amar Biyoshua, Kachaya Doresh, Zechariah ben Akatsab. Biyoshua said that's the way Zechariah uh, ben Akatsab was Doresh, like Rabbi Akiva. We are Doresh, that extra vav. On the other hand, Rabbi Omer, Shene Pe'amim Amorim Beparasha, Nitme'a Venitme'a. He's doing the extra word nitma'ah and nitma'ah at the end, the extra nitma'ah, one for the husband, one for that person, and not from that extra vav. Now, all this happened, meaning all these drashot happened, the day that Rabbi Azab bin Azariah was chosen as the Nasi instead of Rabban Gamliel. We all know the famous story. Rabban Gamliel didn't treat Rabbi Yoshua nicely, and they, uh, they uh, told Rabbi, uh, Rabban Gamliel he's not a Nasi anymore, and they chose a new rabbi. It was Rabbi Azab bin Azariah. So everywhere in Shasra you see Bobayom, it means that day where Rabbi Azab bin Azariah became the Nasi. So that day, Bobayom, that day, Darash Rabbi Akiva, now this is in regards to a clay pot. If a dead rodent falls into a, let's say, a, 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 a clay bowl, for example, 
anything that's in that bowl becomes Tameh. And we're understanding that that keli heres, that bowl, becomes tameh from the sheretz, and that bowl becomes rishon letuman. Anything that touches that bowl, it, beca- it becomes tameh, but uh, it becomes a sheni letumah, the second level of tumah. Now the pasuk says, eno omer tameh ela yitmah. It doesn't say tameh, it says yitmah. And we're doresh yitameh, it's going to make things tameh, letameh aherim. Limed, what are we learning? Al kikar sheni. Let's say, there's a piece of bread that it's already on the second level of tum'ah that touched this bowl. Now it makes a, a thir- it makes a, a third level. So let's say uh, this uh, you have uh, this bowl. Uh, this bowl is a kli that is tamerishon. It touches a loaf of bread that's sheni, and that loaf of bread touches something else. That thing becomes a third. And Amar Rabbi Yeshua, Mi Egalei Afar Me'anecha Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai. Rabbi Yeshua said, Who can take off the dirt from the eyes of Rabban Yohanan Ben Zakai? Meaning, I wish he came back to life. Shaita Omer used to say, there's going to be a generation somewhere in the future that is going to say that bread that makes shaliji is going to be tahor because because there's no pasuk from the Torah that makes it tameh. And Rabban Yohanan Zakai, I wish you were here to see the Halor Rabbi Akiva Tamidcha Rabbi Akiva, your student. Mevilo mikra mina Torah shuutame brought a pasuk from the Torah that makes it tame even holin shene emar kol asher betochoi yitma he learned that anything inside that bowl will be it will make things tame so now that's drasha number two so we had really drasha number one and two in regards to the sota that happened that day then we had about the earthenware the clay bowl. Now we're here. Another drasha. Bo bayom darash Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was dorash that day also. Umadotem mihutz la'ir et peat kedma alpaim ba'ama. The the Leviim got certain cities in Eretz Yisrael, and outside those cities there was two thousand amot of land that no one's allowed to touch. The problem is umikra herama. There's another pasuk that says mikira ir vachutza elef amasaviv. That from outside the wall, it's a thousand amot around that no one's allowed to touch. You have to leave it completely empty. Now, if Shalomar Elif Ama, you can say that it's a thousand Ama Shekvanemar Alpaim Ama, because already there's a person that says two thousand. If Shalomar Alpaim Ama Shekvanemar Elif Ama, you can't say give them two thousand because you have a pasuk that says a thousand. Haketzad. So, what exactly is going on? Elif Ama Migrash, it's a thousand Amot, which is a Migrash, which is an open area. There's no trees, there's nothing there, right? You, you got to leave it just empty. We got to leave some open air in the city. The city gets a stuffy, so you got to leave a thousand Amot. And then after Baalpaim Ama, Tehom Shabbat. Then there's an extra thousand Amot, which is the Tehom of Shabbat. You can't leave if, uh, that area on Shabbat. No, you have to leave them a thousand amot empty area and then two thousand amot of, of orchards, of fields, of vineyards, all the planting happens a thousand amot after the city. Now, Bo Bayom Darash Rabbi Akiva, here's another drasha, he was Doresh, Az Yashir Moshe, Ubenesar Dashira, Hazot Lashem, Vayom Berule Mor. Moshe and Bnei Israel sang that song to Hashem by Yamsuf. Uh, there's no reason for that lemor at the end of the pasuk. 
the word lemor really is only when Hashem is speaking to Moshe, I want you to go tell Bnei Israel something. That's when we say lemor. So umatal mudlomar lemor. So why do we have the word lemor by Shirat Ayam? By Moshe. Moshe. It means that Ben Israel were singing right after Moshe. On every line that Moshe said, they would answer like when people answer Halel. They would say, Moshe would say Ashir la Hashem. They would say Ashir la Hashem. Moshe would say Kigaogaa. They would say again Ashir la Hashem, and so on the entire song. That's why lekach neemar lemor. That's why it says lemor. Rabbi Nehemia Omer, Kekorin et Shema velo Kekorin et Halel. No, it was like the way you read the Shema, not the way you read Halel. How do we read Shema? Everyone does it together. The Hazan starts Shema, then everyone takes over it together. Same thing. There was some sort of Ruach uh, HaKodesh that Moshe started as Yeshir Moshe, and everyone uh, continued with him. They all had the, the, the same Kavanah to say the same words. Now, Bob Bayom Darash Rabbi Yosha bin Urkanus. Now, Rabbi Yosha bin Urkanus got up and said, Lo Abad Iyov et Akadosha Baruchu Elamehava. Iyov served Akadosh Baruchu out of love. Shinemar Henik Telen, even if he kills me, Lo Ayahel, I'll pray to him. I will hope, I will look uh, towards him. Now, the Adain Adavar Shakul, but still, we're not sure. Because when it says Lo Ayahel in, in Iyov, it's spelled with an Aleph. So, what does it mean? Lo ani meaning even if Hashem hurts me, I'm still waiting for olam haba, meaning he's doing it out of love, or or maybe it means lo, as in no, ani meaning if he hurts me, then I'm not going to serve him, I'm not going to look for him. And we're not sure, so again, this is this was the drashav of Yishab bin Hakanus, that's why Tamud Lomar, that's why it says, Ad egva lo asir tu Until I uh, drown, I'm not going to remove my uh, completeness, my innocence from HaKadosh Baruch Hu Melamed. It teaches us, Shemehavasa, that he really did this out of love. He served Hashem out of love. And Amar Rabbi Yoshua, Mi afar me'anecha Rabban Yohanan Menzakai. Uh, I wish someone could take the dirt off your eyes, meaning I wish you could come back to life. That the Zakai was Doresh that Yov served Hashem out of fear. It said that Yov was a complete person, he was a straight person, he had a fear of Hashem and moved himself away from bad he's the student of Rabbi Akiva which is a student of your student and he said he taught that he that Yov served out of love and we will stop right here Baruch Hashem Le'olam Amen Ve'amen